Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is Derek Paith here with a bunch of nasty women. <laughs> Put that in the podcast for sure. Oh my God. That'll be the new, our new show is just Derek with a variety of women. And we won't have to do it anymore. It'll be so relaxing. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Ari's season is finally, wait for it, revving up. I would say the producers are really putting their feet on the gas pedal. Okay, okay, we need we need to stop. We need to stop. Um, seriously, we are here right now with Bachelor in Paradise golden couple, Derek Paith and Taylor Nolan. And we, of course, have to shout out Taylor's excellent new podcast, Let's Talk About It, with Taylor Nolan. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for being here to talk about The Bachelor with us. Yeah. We're pretty excited. How do you feel? We know you like puns. Car crash of puns right there. (laughs) Oh god, you were like waiting on that one. He was. You're so prepared. I just made it up. We we mentioned race car puns like ten minutes ago, and he was like, "Oh, I had a. a, I wish I'd thought of some of those." (laughs) Clearly, you took the ten minutes. Honestly, he would have prepared last night. It's better this way. But how do you guys feel about being here not to talk about yourselves? It is so nice to not be watching <laughs> myself or both the both of us on TV. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you miss it? There's like, actually, I was thinking I, we go back but, to paradise. No, here's the thing. <clears throat> I feel like it's a lot... Like, because we've been through so much on the TV, it's like, I feel kind of bad talking about it now sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't watch I have, like, it. I empathy now. And... Mm-hmm. I feel like when oh, I watch it, yeah. I'm always like, well, I, I don't really, I don't judge her for that because maybe this was happening and maybe they just didn't <laughs> yeah. show this part. And I'm like, I can't just, I mean, I'll start to find too myself. Soft. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'll start yeah. to find myself, like, just making these really mean comments. And I'm like, you know, just that like animal in me starts to come out where no, I'm good. just being it's nasty. Good. Bring, it, bring it out for this podcast. And then I'm kind of like, whoa. But wait, I was there. <laughs> I was there. That was like 10 minutes last night where you were like walking around the apartment, <laughs> just like ranting about something. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I mean, we even like the more we talk to former contestants and hear about how things go down on the show, 
we're constantly like getting into a riff, like a really snarky riff, and then being like, "But seriously, mm-hmm. yeah, we really shouldn't judge them for that." They're probably because of great these people, and there was definitely editing, and it no, yeah. it makes it harder to mm-hmm. watch and just enjoy and yeah. snark on, and it's yeah. definitely like I'm tonally extremely back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people really don't like that. Like last night on Twitter, I tried to kind of be that voice of reason, and people oh. don't like that, people and it don't does. Like it, at all. it totally brings out that very like just nasty like primal part of yourself which is kind of enjoyable because it's like a release because we don't usually get to like release that in our day-to-day lives because people would you know fire you (laughs) twitter is the hunter gatherer of the internet now yeah no i'm really encouraged to be a raging bitch in my workplace actually i recommend everyone who's into that to get into bachelor recapping yes uh professionally okay so let's start with this incredible cold open a falcon, a regal predator of the air, <laughs> Pantaari. He's astride a motorcycle, taking in the scenery, gazing across this sort of, uh, I guess, California mesas. Like a desert road. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The l- <laughs> desert landscape in front of him, the long road on his journey mm-hmm. to love. Yes. He puts on his helmet and zooms off into the distance. Off to pursue love. Meanwhile, back at the mansion, the ladies are toasting to Ari and defining love, all with the same person, and how <laughs> hypnotic his eyes are. Very into his eyes. We heard a lot about his eyes. I feel this like this whole and pillowy lips. Like oh what? yes, like very is that into gonna the pillowy be? Lips. I feel like that's gonna be the kissing bandit of this season, which mm-hmm. I'm not on board for at mm-hmm. all. Stick like, with oh, the kissing bandit. Did you get some pillow lips? Mm. Mm. I got oh. some pillow lips. No. Oh, Emma and I's faces were both like, Ugh. Do you think Ari uses nipple cream on his face? <laughs> That's how they stay so soft. That is how you get the pillow lips, babe. <laughs> so just to be clear, I told Derek to buy nipple cream for his chapped lips, and he's never going to let me live it down. It works. Um, okay. So uh, Chris shows up. For oh some reason, Chris has, there's a lot of Chris in this episode. Yeah, we haven't seen him too much in like the last three seasons. Yeah, I think it's... he was like, "Look, guys, you <laughs> I'm still here. Someone that no one knows who they are. <laughs> uh, really I get us. to be a presence now. He's constantly yeah. like reminding us how awesome Ari is. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. like, well, his that's job. what I was going to say. Is this me. whole first couple episodes? I feel like is just them trying so hard yeah. to sell all of us on Ari, like. He's a family man, mm-hmm. and he is so hot. He's so hot, and they all think he's hot, and they love his eyes, and they love his lips. And also, family. Yeah. Like, and he's over and over financially again. successful. Did we mention yeah. that? Because every desirable man is really financially successful. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, in this world, it's, like, the same thing when we were in paradise. People would say about me, it's like, well, he has an actual job. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so impressive. Bachelor, so it is notable. Room, yeah, having an actual yeah. job, just like any job, makes you mm-hmm. instantly financially successful. Yeah. <laughs> but they do 100% in the first, you know, few weeks are so amping you up of like, how good looking did Nick look when he walked in? How good, like, like just what about his eyes? Like, they do really, like, amp that up. So that is so much more of what the girls are talking about. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, he's so hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess that probably starts to get in your head. They were like, I guess mm-hmm. he is really hot. Like, 
So, I wasn't sure, but everyone else really seems to think so. Also, there's no other men around to look at. So, yeah. yeah there the was one cameraman of, in paradise. Yeah. Honestly, I would definitely oh, be the contestant who had an affair with one of the crew. I would just be like, you seem more like on my level physically <laughs> yeah. and like a little more relaxed. You aren't paying attention to anyone else. Yeah. Like, let's just do this. Like, that seems better for yeah, me. Yeah, no, it seems ja- more appealing. Jasmine was literally about to attack this cameraman <laughs> on paradise. Everybody. <laughs> no, several of the girls that were like, "Wait, this cameraman now?" Like, plus, I what about? Just, I like, think they just thought he was playing hard to get. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he was also like a very attractive cameraman. Like most of the guys, like they don't, they're just like older dudes, and you're just like right. whatever. But, but but I think that they like make an effort to make sure that the camera guys, like you know, that they don't interact with us, but also that like they're kind of not attractive. <laughs> right. That would, but they I let this one guy slide through. <laughs> they're like, we Never just really again. need a cameraman, to be honest. Um, so first date card comes, and uh, Chelsea gets a little moment here to say that she's really, you know, she got the first date ro- first impression rose because Ari thinks she's mysterious so for mysterious. some reason. And so she wants to have a chance to, like, explain to him, like, why she's mysterious. Every time she talks about how mysterious she is, I'm like, (laughs) it's so nakedly obvious how you engineered this. Mm -hmm. And you think that you're fooling everyone. Um, But then the first day card goes to Becca Kay. Well, you know, if they show someone saying they want the date, they're never going to get the date. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yep. Because everyone wants the date. You could pull a clip of anyone saying they want the date. Um, the date card says, hold on tight, Ari. Because it's from Ari. And it's literally to hold on tight to him, physically. Yeah. And she says, hopefully I can hold on to his arm. And Lauren G says, ooh, hold on to something, girl. Yes. I, I enjoyed that. I was like, Lauren G, I see you and I like you. No, you got to love the people that like let their walls down early. Yeah. Like, at this point in time, everyone's so worried about... Has their filter on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I think Ari still does, too. I th- oh, I he bet definitely he's gonna, does. I bet he's going to oh. relax. He and seems extremely nervous at all mm-hmm. times. And he's really tensed up around girls who were too um, unfiltered-seeming, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the girls who made really, like, weird jokes. Because he doesn't know how to respond jokes. to them. Yeah, yeah, he's like, how can I handle this? And he, like... Yeah. As we would say in the Midwest... He's kind of like looks like he has a corn cob up his ass. Wow, <laughs> I'm from the wrong part of the Midwest. There are no fun sayings in South Bend. Um, you gotta go to Iowa for the corn yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, clearly, I took nothing away from growing up in Indiana. I don't know anything about race cars. I don't know about corn cobs. They're called Indy cars because I know. <laughs> I listened to that this last week so and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know that there's like something just like right eluding uh, me right beneath my finger. OK, so I did think it was funny that the col- the card says hold on tight. And she's like, what's something I could hold on to? That would be great. His arm. It's like, that's the thing that you think of. Like, what about like his an uncontroversial body? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. His abs. She's an, she's an arm girl. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, we all have something. Uh, I'm a sapiosexual, so hmm. I'm a, I, I fall in love with minds. Welcome um, to my library. <laughs> <laughs> like the beast from... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
was was that your favorite Disney movie? Well, Claire just was. likes to be, you know, imprisoned by her partners, <laughs> but left to read. Well, I will exactly. I'm like, I'm sorry. She has to stay in a beautiful castle and read all the time. What a fucking nightmare, right? A poor girl. Um, okay, so he rolls out on his motorcycle to pick up Becca K. Uh, he's wearing like a dark brown motorcycle jacket. Yeah. Not my favorite look. All the girls are just like flat on the floor. They're swooning so hard. Um, They're just like really excited to get to leave the house. Yeah. And go out in the fresh air. They're like, oh my God, something's (laughs) happening finally. (laughs) I couldn't help but see. And it's just like that Zach Braff thing with him. I couldn't help but see. Zach Braff always and shrubs on the moped. <laughs> Every time he was on that motorcycle, that was instantly my brain went there. The amazing thing about Ari is whenever anyone brings up any celebrity or character, he looks like it's so accurate. Mm-hmm. Like he looks Yeah, why does he look like so many different people? He does look exactly like Zach Braff and Scrubs. And he also looks so much like Ross Geller on Friends. Yeah, he does. Like, yeah. Every time yeah. someone brings someone up, I'm like, shit, that's it. That's the one. Um and well, so he shows up with a motorcycle jacket and helmet for Becca, mm-hmm. which he places on her very, very sensually while, while everyone watches. Um, and you even see some of the other women be like, oh, they're cute together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenny, I think, says that. And she was not happy about it. I um, think Jenny is the one I don't like. She's the mean I, one. Yeah, she, she was, was mean. Really yeah. And then she goes home. Yes. Yeah. Good. She but has we'll, a we'll get really to her exit, which I jeez. Yeah, people <laughs> yes. want to wait until the end of this recap <laughs> to find out. Jenny is to set. She's like super cute, like a little bit for a blonde. Blonde. And she's very blonde. Her look is like a little bit unconventional compared to a lot of women on the show because she has like the freckles and like she just looks a little different from the other blondes. I'm but, not gonna lie, it took me so a while to differentiate toward Jenna her. and Jenny. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize there was a Jenna and of, a Jenny. No, maybe, no you're Jenna, thinking of Jenny. Yeah. Honestly, they because she, it's a sea of blondes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is a sea of blondes. I was really proud that I figured out who Jenny Says was. The two brunettes. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I can make fun of blondes because I dye my hair blonde. So. <laughs> I'm one of blonde, you guys. So. <laughs> um, I have a blonde friend, guys. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, my best friend's a blonde. <laughs> I mean, it's just blondes are not such a significant proportion of the population that you would expect like 90 percent of the women on the show show to be blonde. It's crazy. It's exactly what it is. Um, Anyway, so Becca and Ari drive off on the motorcycle. For some reason, Becca cannot stop saying stupid things. I noticed that, too. I was like, (laughs) he hasn't said a word. And they just keep showing her just saying these little lines like. Like, hoping that he's going to say something, but it just gets lost. And yeah. I'm also like, why are you even saying anything in the first place? He probably can't hear you. Yeah, right. you're on a motorcycle. motorcycle. Close your mouth there. You're going to eat a bug. He's, <laughs> he's excited by his excitement of, of driving the motorcycle. Or all right, he really just comes off as so bland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can't laugh at penis jokes. What makes him excited is excitement. <laughs> I, I, think, I don't know. I have faith that he'll get there. I think he, We'll you know. see. But, like— she, Becca was making the most bland comment. Like she was like, yeah. "This that's feels why, good. That's why they like each other." We're not in Kansas anymore. I know. <laughs> like, give her something. She's really playing at your level here. Um, and meanwhile, back at the house, uh, some of the girls are talking about how jealous they are of the date. And poor Crystal here chimes in with, "Well, 
actually, my dad was in a really bad motorcycle accident. So if I were on the date, I would have like had to take a moment with Ari to explain to him like that I'm uncomfortable with this. And everyone's like, okay. And she gets like the really like wah wah mm-hmm. music. And I was like, that sounds really upsetting. And motorcycles yeah. are, are super, super dangerous. dangerous. They yeah, are. That was my first reaction mm-hmm. too. I was like, what? Uh, motorcycle no it was kind of like my reaction too to when danielle got the helicopter date for the first one-on-one where um, i was kind of like i'm kind of glad that wasn't me i wouldn't (laughs) want to do that because i would have needed to take a moment and be like i'm not really comfortable going on a helicopter but like same with the motorcycle i'd be like does anyone else you want to take on this date (laughs) like this doesn't feel safe i thought that the timing though cn's response was incredibly funny and the way they cut it together where she was just like well it's good you you weren't. You yeah. didn't get the date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is I think how all of them felt. They're like, yeah. well, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I mean, a lot of the girls seem to really struggle with other people's feelings during mm-hmm. this episode, and that was like the first hint of that, which is ironic because Crystal is not great with it either. But um, like, but it's also like the very vulnerable feelings that people are sharing, right? It's and everyone's just, just like, "Well, you're a loser for mm-hmm. feeling that way," or like, "How dare you? You know, make this a different experience for me because you're struggling with your feelings, right?" Oh, it's yeah, like, we will. That's like an inconvenience. Get to that, yeah. But that yeah. this is like the first instance of that, yes. and mm-hmm. it really irritated me. Um, but also, like, it is true that Ari is a race car driver, and that is also dangerous, and he likes doing stuff like that so this might Maybe not be a not. great also, match. He's match. Like, yeah. but also he's like a real estate agent now who's financially stable <laughs> and has a more consistent life and he's yeah. responsible so and he's the only one of those out there mm-hmm. so she's the got only a realtor only realtor yeah yeah and a realtor and a fitness video maker <laughs> you know they fit together. <laughs> They've got to. These are jobs that he are can, very beneficial to go on a show for. I was going to say, true. he can find great spaces for her to do her Instagram videos in. Exactly. <laughs> so true. Okay. So, uh, meanwhile, back on the date, our, this is a, such a weird, like, shapeless date. They yeah. show yeah. up. They take a motorcycle to a house. And then. A mansion. Rachel a Zoe is there. Oh, after they sip. <laughs> Champagne, <laughs> yeah, at like very weird. It was super disjointed. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was like, what? "They're it's doing like, what now?" Also, they they <laughs> usually give the Cinderella type date in the middle of the season to someone that the lead doesn't really like. Mm-hmm. like yeah, the, and the first date is also not usually such a front runner. The first date is like someone who's going to make them comfortable, but maybe they, you know, they want to save the people that they're really, like, intensely interested in for, like, week three or week four. Because that's been borne out. Sarah's having me? all kinds of feelings <laughs> about this. He's like, well, wait, guys, I had the first one-on-one. Yeah. Look at and, me. And well, did you end up with her? I, I found someone much better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just I mean, different. so you should be but glad you. you got the first. But date. I think when we had it meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard though. It is really hard because, and I said this, and I, I tweeted about this last night. <laughs> you get back and everyone's like trying to, because everyone is trying to figure out where people are, and like, oh, how how many times did you make out with her? And like, they're trying to like <laughs> make sense of how your Ooh. relationship is with this person, so that they can figure out where they where they sit in that too. And you're like, bro. 
get away from me. <laughs> I, I just had like a nice time. I don't need to, to tell you, spend three hours telling you what my thing was yeah. about. That's so. part of the deal, though. I like know. you go on the show, you have to talk to the other people. I can imagine that. it's <laughs> weird to be the first one that that happens yeah, to. Yeah. Once you get into a rhythm, then but I, I think guess that's you're more partly why. Like when we looked at uh, the stats with the 538 guys who did a breakdown of this, um, they like the first week dates usually don't win yeah. and, but like the week like but they three get dates, far but they, they get, get they get further mm-hmm. but yeah. they don't usually win and it's like the week three i think that's the sweet spot for yeah. the winners to get their first date so but there's something about like if you really like someone you don't necessarily want to put a ton of pressure on your relationship right at the beginning you don't want them to have a target on their back he put a huge target on becca's back he's like first i'm gonna give her the first date and then i'm gonna give her like $5,000 worth yeah. of expensive luxury. <laughs> well, both yeah. with that date and with the date with Crystal, too, which I'm sure we'll get to in a minute, but also with, like, introducing her to his family already. Very like, intense. Both like, a very personal, dates. authentic, real-life kind of date. Like, yeah. that's what I think, I mean, some girls go on wanting these extravagant princess dates, but I think also some girls go in very realistic and being like, well, I want to actually know who this guy really is and, like, being able to go and see his house and stuff. Like, that's definitely putting a target on her back. Both yeah. those one-on-ones. Yeah, these yeah. were two very intense dates. My friend Erin was texting me throughout, and she was like, literally, what are they going to do week three? Like, go visit the Pope? Like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. like they've yeah. used up everything in the first and week And that's where part of me felt like, not only with Chris Harrison, like, building him up a lot to kind of convince us of this, but also with the dates that they're doing and where they travel to, that it's almost kind of feeling like Ari isn't as entertaining perhaps or isn't as extroverted or like outgoing and so we need to do all these other things to really amp up the season so people are interested in watching yeah whereas like Caitlyn's season they were just like go hang out in for Ireland for a yeah. million people years. are gonna watch because it's Caitlyn <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's definitely true. But I, I, I even felt like it took away from the dates themselves because while I might want to get the introduced to his parents date by like halfway through the season, the first I, I would not want that to be my first. No, I, no. I, I thought about that. And granted, I don't know if actually in the situation I would have done it, but ideally in my head, I'm like, if he would have said we're at his parents' house, I would have stopped and been like. I don't think we're ready for that yet. And, like, that's really great. But I'd like to get to know you a little bit more before we, you know, take that step. See, that that's would have been he, good TV. Yeah. 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 But that's that why he took Crystal. That is Taylor would say for the record. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think we're taking some steps ahead. And, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know. Crystal's like, how many more steps ahead can we take? Because I want to just really overcommit and then latch in mm-hmm. so that you can never Yeah, she back was already out. calling him baby. I was like, yeah. it's been two days. What is happening? Yeah. Where? Yeah. No. Again, you're in this bubble, you know? Yeah. Things yeah. feel all kinds of And weird everyone ways. handles it differently. But first, Rachel first, Zoe yes. mm-hmm. makes um, a very clear cameo to sell her line of clothing. Yeah. Which is all gifted to Becca. I did get a PR email immediately after yep, it aired. Each outfit linked. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. the first Got date it. felt like an ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me. yeah, it was it was a gifting suite. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> and then they and then they send her back to the mansion. Yeah, to I, show everybody what she yeah. got. They, I thought they, the date was over. They never go back there. I didn't get that. Yeah, that was really. I thought the date was over, and it completely disoriented yeah. me. I was like, when d- d- are they doing roses later? Like, is there no night yeah. date? Like, what's going on? She was the one that got the mafia guy that Neil Lane sent, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love how Ari's like, like, how was your walk? Neil, <laughs> like, what? Neil sent this. It will yeah. self-destruct in five seconds if you don't open it right now. Yeah, I felt really weird having Ari take a younger woman out and just, like, give her a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the way he acted during yes. it was very, like, he was like, he was yeah. like I'm oh, just going to sit back here, here and, and eat watch while you. I... Someone tweeted about, you know, this is the perfect date, you know, start to a great relationship because, you know, you get treated like a princess, but then also get to talk and get to know each other. And I was kind of like, mm, I wouldn't want to be treated like a princess. Yeah. Like, don't, I, that almost kind of, not only is he placed so highly on this pedestal being the bachelor but then he's also like giving you these things and that would just feel kind of uncomfortable to me as to like i feel like i'm almost like you know the sense of um what would you say this this episode or this date should have been renamed from the bachelor to sugar daddy (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah that's really what it felt like and it just is kind of icky to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the part where he, like, kneeled down yeah, and opened up that? the box with the very, shimmery Louboutins in it. was very it. weird. And then there was the asking her to twirl, which I just had, like, sort of a visceral mm. reaction to. Like, the whole dynamic of it, it yeah. did set up this odd power dynamic where it's, like, she's almost a decade younger than him, which that's fine. Like, yeah. you know, she's an adult. But add that. Add the fact that he is, Bachelor. you know, the lead. They don't know each other at all at this point. And he's just gifting her things and then, like, watching her enjoy them. That was the part that made me feel weird was that he Mm -hmm. just, like, observing and watching her. I feel like if I were her, I would feel this weird sense of, like, I owe you something now. And in that, that the only thing I can really give you in this is just being so enamored and, like, infatuated with you. So now Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I owe this to you. I don't know. Yeah. That, that would have made me feel really weird. I always remember that on our second date, my husband took me to, like, accidentally a really nice dinner. Like, it was just a restaurant nearby. And he was like, I've always wanted to go here. And I was like, it's New Year's Eve. This is going to be intense. Mm-hmm. It was prefix. It was, like, really expensive. And the whole, I was so nervous. I downed, like, three margaritas right away. <laughs> I was like, because it just feels weird. You're like, we're getting to know mm-hmm. each other. It's equal. And then suddenly he's like, I'm spending $300 on you. Yeah. And you're like, not cool anymore. Like, I feel like things are expected of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I have to perform and like you're paying me for my company and then I have to like yeah. deliver. Be, yeah. Like I need to give yeah. you the best twirl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, and I think that women are socialized to respond to that. So like some women are comfortable with it and Becca seemed comfortable with it, but it was really weird to watch. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was like, this is the best day of my life, basically. I was like, okay. And again, I immediately judged that. But then I was like, you know, someone probably said, is this, would you say this is like the best day of your life? Like, how cool is this? Like, would you yeah. say this is the, like the best day of your life? And then she's like, yeah, this is, this is the best day of my life. Mm. It's like hard to think right now on the spot of a better one specifically. <laughs> yeah. So like, I guess. <laughs> he puts on her earrings for her. And then she's like, oh, have you ever done this before? And he says, yes, I have uh, for my mom. He pauses for like just long (laughs) enough to where you you know he's like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that (laughs) on my mom. (laughs) I thought he was being coy, like a little bit of like, of course I have. 
on my mom, yeah. which is like, I thought it was weirder than if he'd done it for a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, we know he's yeah. dated other women. He's it's 36. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not that difficult yeah. to just put the backing on the earring. Like, it's not like the skill that like, oh my God, I'm so amazed you could put the earring <laughs> on. You couldn't figure it out. I think I'd be. That would be a red flag. Concerned. Yeah, it does seem intimate, though. And I don't want to be yeah. gross about this, but it is literal pre- penetration, <laughs> like literally penetrating her body with the earring. I'm sorry. This is true. This is true. Like the symbolism of that was just too uncomfortable yeah. for this me. This is where to it bear. starts. ABC. Yeah. 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 He was like, "Let me insert this in this hole <laughs> and watch how good I am at it." I'm so, but I don't worry. I've only done it before with my, <laughs> my mother. Oh, no. Right? I'm telling you, it's creepy. Just say you did it for your ex girlfriend. She knows they exist. Yeah. Um, okay. So yes, they send her back to the house, and. She, and in the meantime, before the evening date, I think. I did like Viviana. The next one-on-one date shows up. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. But I liked Viviana's line where she's like, I know material things don't mean a thing, but those shoes are really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, relatable. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Also, like, if you're going on a show where one girl maybe ends up with a relationship that will probably last, like, six months why not get, like, a bunch of really expensive stuff? That's true. What? Personally, Literally like, one bachelor has married the winner of his yes. show. Like, That's, I'm sorry. Is that, that just Chris? No. Who is that? Sean Lowe? Sean. Sean. Yeah. Several bachelorettes have married yeah. their Yeah, yeah. the women have apparently better judgment. I have <laughs> yeah. Hold on one second, because nobody could see, but when Emma started mimicking Bibiana, she was like... <laughs> head tossing and like all this attitude. <laughs> it was really good. I feel like you can't I'm do a that big that. fan of Viviana. I'm just going to say, I, I was agree. living for her. I, last want people, night. I wish people could see you. She was good. That. I talk with my hands, guys. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's just like imagine Viviana on screen. That's what Emma looks like. That. Viviana is so emotive and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kept making me think of the the watch date with Brian and how everyone on Twitter was like, well, you only give the really nice gifts to the person you actually want. And I was like, but it's so early for him to, like, choose someone to give all that stuff mm-hmm. to. I don't know. Um, Maybe it was just a Rachel Zoe <laughs> scheduling thing. Yeah. There, this is when she's available. <laughs> yeah. Take it or leave it. Uh, and who would want to miss out on Rachel Zoe, right? <laughs> Um, so the next one-on-one date goes to Crystal, which usually it's two group dates this early in mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, weird that they front-loaded with two one-on-ones. Yeah. Um, clearly Ari just, like, doesn't want to deal. Um, so the, her date says home is where the heart is. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know why that is already. No mystery to that. Um, out of all the dresses that Becca I'm sorry, tried she picked on, the worst one. The worst one. I'm sorry. It was, like, the only one I didn't love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, what do you think? I, I'm i not a dress expert. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let Rachel Zoe make that decision. I don't know. Wow. I mean, the, the theme of them was, like, very definitely shimmery, like, black and metallics. But the one she picked was very sort of – someone in my mentions called it, like, the blankets you wrap around marathon runners. It had that sort of stippled, oh. silvery <laughs> – Fabric, but the, it was uh, like a sort of outer space drapey and off the shoulder, off the shoulder. off the shoulder with long sleeves, just like a lot of yeah, 
Like a lot of material, material up top that just seemed a little cumbersome for movement. Yeah. Um, but Ari liked it, so. And I that's guess. the that's only that matter. As long as my man likes it. Yeah. <laughs> she was just there to look good for him. Yeah. Don't we know this? Oh, One of my favorite dresses Greg hates, and I just wear it all the time to piss him off. Yeah, I love when Derek wears camo. <laughs> that's a, she, when she starts judging what I'm wearing, I will literally put on my camo clothes. You're like, I'm, like, I'm leaving the room now. Listen, this is what you get if you complain about what I'm wearing. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever, wear whatever you're comfortable in. I don't care. Um, so on their uh, their date, they're at a classic sort of like solitary dinner in a romantic location. And she tells Ari that she had been in a seven-year on-and-off relationship with someone who was with her when her dad died and who, like, helped her through that. Very um, intense. Very, yeah. Yeah, and her, her dad had brain cancer, and she was 14 when he was first diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, a super heartbreaking story. Yeah. Um, I was glad to, like, see her open up and be vulnerable and share that stuff with him to add some substance to the date. I agree. As opposed to just maintaining kind of more surface level and continuing that from the dress thing would have been, I think, kind of a a, a downhill yeah. direction I like when they for the have date. actual conversations on these first dates. Like yeah. You, we don't know who Ari is right now, really. Mm-hmm. We don't know who any of these women are. Like, I don't need to just watch them pick out shimmery yeah. things. I want yeah. to hear who they know are. Them. Yeah. Get invested in who they yeah, are exactly. as people. <laughs> Give me some emotion here so I can latch onto it and like get me through the rest of this season. And I do like it when they share stories like that in kind of a natural way. Like there's yeah. no need to be like okay, I need to tell you something. I'm yeah. really scared to tell you this, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Something awful happened to me, and it was not my fault at all, but I'm so scared to tell you, and um, here's what happened. Like, just— It just showed they were having a conversation. Yeah, she just kind of, like, owned that, that this was her experience, this was her story, and just kind of naturally shared it with him. Yeah, and it didn't feel like she was trying to get to anything in the end, right? Like, like, who was was the girl in the the first week that— like went a little bit too overboard with that. Oh, Jessica. Yeah. She the the way that she was like, so by the way, like Yeah, it's it, as I mentioned before. Uh-huh. It felt like it was leading to like you better give me a rose because of this versus yeah. like this did feel very genuine. Yeah, it, yeah. it came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. She opened up about it. It was In yeah, my limited time exchange. that I have with you, here's something you need to know about right. me. Yeah. Um so now we're up to Crystal's one-on-one date. Um, he's waiting for her next to a red carpet leading up to a private plane because he is taking her. A lot of her. transportation. Yes. The theme. Actually, because the whole the whole episode. He's a transportation guy. guy. He's a transportation guy. He likes yeah. to transport himself <laughs> on vehicles. And the, he's taking her to the, really the most romantic location I think any of us can think of. Scottsdale. 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 And she's a smitten kitten. Oh gosh! She said, "This is the second so time in two episodes she has used unacceptable. The phrase I'll just say it. It's unacceptable. That it's word is like moist to me when I hear the word kit- smitten. I'm like, oh, just don't say that. Kitten. Like, <laughs> don't refer to a human person as a kitten. No, she's twenty nine. Freaks me out. <laughs> um, and she also like she's like. Oh, you're taking me to Scottsdale. Oh, my God. I love that. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so amazing. That's so meaningful. That's like, like when we all got told we were going to Wisconsin. <laughs> and you're like, woo! Yeah. Love it. 
that? Yeah. Like, I was like, great. This is my bachelor experience. <laughs> that was our Pittsburgh. They were like, you're going to Pittsburgh. And they kept asking in interviews, like, how do you feel about that? And I was just Bad. like, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I'm not going to give. I can't. And then they're like, no, have some energy. I was like. I can, I'll do it, but it's going to look really fake because I'm not excited. You're like, there's nowhere better to fall in love than in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Sorry, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I feel like they should lean into that a little bit. Like, get some bitchy reactions from some yeah, of them. Right? Yeah, talk yeah. shit about his hometown. That's what the people <laughs> yeah. want to see. I mean, clearly, clearly Crystal is not the person who's going to do that. No. Um, so... I feel like they couldn't get much footage of them just hanging out because she doesn't say a single thing that isn't like, oh, my God, I love that. Oh, that's so amazing. You know how? Oh, Ari. Like she's- I was having a really tough internal dialogue with myself because we take so much shit for our voices. Mm-hmm. And I don't yes. want to yeah. judge her voice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she is a great person. But just her mannerism of like the way she speaks paired with the voice is just a little... It's difficult for me. Her vocal cords are deep fried. Yeah. It's also like the way that she speaks seems very calculated. Yes. To appeal to men in this very stereotypical way of like, first of all, she all she says is uh, are compliments or -hmm. or expressions of gratitude, Mm -hmm. which really grates on me, especially on The Bachelor, where they're all here just, like, to serve his purpose. And, like, so why are you being so, like, servile and grateful? Mm-hmm. Um, but and, – and the sort of, like, sexiness, but, like, it's sort of a performance of vulnerability and weakness. I think the performative aspect is maybe what I was picking up on yeah. and what's so frustrating about it. And also what Bibiana later kind of calls yeah. out, which mm-hmm. is why I think yeah. I'm a fan of her. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. So Aside, he takes we'll get her to that. on a tour of Scottsdale, of course. Thrilling. He worked Thrilling. in a pizza hut. He had went a to high first school. Kiss. He went to high school. See, I liked it up until the high school thing <laughs> because, like, that's, like, kind of a normal thing. Like, I remember going to Iowa and Derek kind of showing me, you know, like, his old kind of favorite spots. And I know I did the same thing for him when we were in Seattle. But the high school thing, like, who goes back to their high school? Who goes back to their high school? People whose lives have not improved since they were in high school. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I people mean, that I didn't like in high school or the people that go back to their well, I mean, also, literally, I felt he like, was the guy who was like, yeah, that's where the art nerds and the band yeah, kids Yeah, exactly. like, oh, so you were exactly. an asshole in high yeah. school. Exactly. You peaked in high school and you were a huge jerk. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, can who you says, show me where you who sat? Who so art nerds? <laughs> seriously. <laughs> 36-year-old adult is like, yeah, the band geeks were over there. And yeah. then Crystal says, oh, I was an art nerd, which I do not believe. She is like exactly what would happen yeah. if, uh, for a cheerleader. 11 years later that's crystal <laughs> she was not an art nerd but like seriously i was like ari why don't you show us where the like entitled 80s movie villains at because that's where you were <laughs> um and then he takes her to his home where apparently he he wears nothing except for racing helmets and jackets because mm-hmm. he opens his closet and it's like a neat row of racing helmets and a neat row of jackets. And I was like, where are all of your other Do you think they clothes? made him just, like, empty out his all of his possessions from the closet? Maybe he has a separate, like, shame closet of normal person. Of I mean, you know that the shirts. art team was in there, like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> stuff up. Yeah. I don't know. I wear my racing helmet around New York just to keep me warm this time. <laughs> Maybe he condoed this year and all that was left was his racing attire. Ooh. He's like, nothing He's else brings me joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ari is, like, super into minimalism. Yeah. Um, and also family. And family. He has family photos, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They exist. 
He has they had a family. Family home videos. It was a lot. He was extremely blonde. At what point did he make the transition? As someone who was actually very blonde as a kid, probably in like around puberty. Okay, but because they yeah. just skipped right, like he was so blonde, and then he's has extremely dark hair. It was just it's startling. his hair isn't that dark. Yes, it My is. dad did that. He was like very. He was like white hair when he was a kid and then yeah. it was like three years where it was dark and then it's white again <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I was I, I liked the family aspect of the date like I liked him showing her more of who he is and her actually getting to know the real Ari and not bachelor Ari but at a certain point it felt like it was kind of overload it just felt yeah. calculated to mm. me yeah and I I it was very it was, was very like showy yes I think the good part about that is though like Usually we have just a season before where we kind of get to know the lead. And, I like, you know, this is that opportunity to be like, oh, that's who this guy is. That's right. Well, that's yeah. why I think that they front-loaded yeah. it, mm-hmm. this, in the season. It just felt a little—it felt a little bit forced. Yeah. 100%. And I remember thinking, you know, when we were in Paradise, like, I mean, we had the shutdown and that was a whole other thing. But, like, I was going to go to Iowa before the shutdown happened. But then even when we were in Paradise, I just felt, like, this strong sense of, like— I wish we could just go and I could, like, just see you in real life, you mm-hmm. know? And that's same with being on Bachelor. It was like, that's great. You're the Bachelor. Like, I've seen you on other seasons. But, like, I also don't really know who you are in real life. And just the fact that she got to, like, go to his house and, like, see his house. Like, that was such a big thing for me on FaceTime was, like, seeing Derek's kitchen and, like, seeing his <laughs> living room. And just, like, those little things that help you really get to know someone that you, like, associate with them make sure they're yeah. not messy and i'm sure that's why we saw crystal feel such an intense sense of yeah she's gonna really him, really start to fall gonna really yeah. come back to bite her i think later. they did that on purpose because she is like that personality type mm-hmm. yeah and they intentionally were like oh I yeah mean, it seemed really perfectly it's, set up because as she sort of discusses she didn't have a great home life growing up her yeah. family isn't very close and so she was sort of confronted with this idealized mm-hmm. vision of what her life could be if she married into one of these yeah. families and that must have been really appealing but also like she is such a like she's not the person who's gonna be weirded out by how soon it is and she's True. not the person who's gonna yeah. ask weird questions she was a good person to for bring that for, for that date she's good with parents she's just so earnest that like she I felt probably... like his parents were a little skeptical of her because <laughs> they're very like so she meets his parents it's very fast she for that. She looks like his mother. She looks exactly like his mother. <laughs> yeah, I did see a, a lot of tweets bit, about yeah. that. Yeah. There's a little bit of Oedipus. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but also she she's very effusive and demonstrative. And his parents are very, like, reserved and European. Because they're Dutch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ari was born there. Um, and... Every time she would just be like, oh, my gosh. So, like, you've been married for so long, but I bet it hasn't been, like, all, all roses. roses. And, and they were like, well, no, of no. course not. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, chill. Like, <laughs> I just felt so uncomfortable for them because as someone who is, like, pretty reserved when people really emote a lot at you, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. You're like, how am I supposed to match this sort of level of energy I'm getting right now? That's true. But I, I just think that she was a good person to bring on the date because, of she- course, they would never introduce the family to someone that was actually going to win <laughs> at this point. <laughs> they might. But she's like, but she's but in fine her enough. Head, like in her right. head, she'll hang. And in her and, head, that means that she is going to go very far. Right. At and that, she might go she far. might. She might. We'll but, see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think she really is the perfect person because, like, she 
she is so focused on like flattering him and like making him feel good. She's not feeling self-conscious at all. Exactly. And that's really important. Like you could really get in someone's head by throwing the family at them so early. And she's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, my God, this is so incredible. But I think, as you said, you know, family was kind of an issue for her personally. And that's Mm -hmm. something we talked about on my podcast, let's talk about it, about the episode where, you know, the show kind of puts you in these situations to really deal with past things that you haven't really brought up. Like it it can be a blessing in disguise. It can be really difficult, but it's also like an opportunity to work on that kind of stuff. And same Mm -hmm. with on the group date, you know, we see another girl kind of deal with something that causes a lot of stress. That's kind of a trigger for her. And it's just like, it happens in life too, but especially on the show, I feel like you kind of find yourself in these well, situations you, you where it's like, of to. course, it's I like struggle with family and I'm on this family day. planned it because it's <laughs> oh, a produced no. show. Oh, weird. It's so weird. It's like they made a choice. It's really to all put a girl. on purpose. It's immersion therapy. trying <laughs> <laughs> to have her. Yeah, they just care about the fact that Crystal hasn't dealt with her. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we're going to give you an opportunity (laughs) to talk about that on national TV. What a great way to process that for the first time. Um, So they do end up having a conversation. Yeah. And this is sort of one of those awkward lead-ins where she is... And, like, for one thing, on the evening portion, she keeps being like, I feel so confident in our relationship. I feel so comfortable with him and so at home. But I need to tell him just one thing about me, and I'm terrified. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, either you're comfortable with him enough to reveal anything personal, or you're just not comfortable with him yet. Like, that's okay. You've known him for 48 hours. Yeah. (laughs) And then so she's, like, really worried that if she tells Ari that her family was not a very cohesive one, that he'll be turned off, which I always find so sad. Like, it's not a reflection of her that her parents divorced when she was a young girl. And I think she also maybe felt uncomfortable or scared to open up and share about herself because he was sharing so much of of himself Mm -hmm. throughout the whole day. And this was kind of like the first opportunity she had to be vulnerable and share something about her. And it was something that was kind of opposite to him. So this mm-hmm. fear of like, uh, we don't have that in common. Is that going to be How's a problem? How's that going to go? Yeah. It's also what a weird reality to be in a situation where you are just getting, receiving so much information only one way without an exchange. Mm-hmm. Like that is never, that is not how a relationship would uh-huh. go in the real world. If someone tells you something about their family, it's usually followed by you then I mean, I exchanging. think it's also, it's a function of the show, but it's also a little bit crystal. Like, what's the first interaction we see her have with him outside of the introduction is her being like, so you're the bachelor. That's great. Congratulations. Like, are you so excited? That's her opportunity to share something about her. And her default is to put the focus to back compliment on him. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think she's, like, very concerned with the show appearing like the princess and the prince story that, like, is a Disney story. And that's why she's, like, so self-aware and self-conscious of that. Yeah. It's just, like, based on the way that she's constantly speaking to him in this, like, very uh, polished, like, about polishing the whole story and the the show itself. Well, that may also—I mean, I don't want to get, like, too, you know— psychoanalyzing her or anything but (laughs) you know it could also be this like notion of growing up in a broken family of wanting to come across as someone who is really put together and and you know is a whole person and trying to really display that outwards to other people that could be a bit of an overcompensation for like the 
hurt and pain. Yeah. So yeah. she does explain um, to Ari her. I actually oh. wrote down a little bit. Oh, of great. What she do actually you want to says. do a dramatic reading? <laughs> <laughs> she says, I kind of grew up in a less traditional sense. My parents divorced when I was really young. And then she's like, I'm sorry, this just makes me really, really nervous. And he's like, that's okay. You can say as much or as little as you want. And she says, well, my dad wasn't really in my life. My mom was there, but she wasn't emotionally available. And she says when she was nine, she saved her birthday and Christmas money to buy herself a comforter because her mom just, like, didn't have the means. My heart. Um, She cared for her little brother from a young age. And then, like, a year and a half ago, and we heard a little bit about this in her intro package, she found out that her brother had been living on the streets. He'd been in the hospital because he was attacked. Um, and she really wanted to help him, but he didn't want the help she was offering for whatever reason. He just wanted to go back to Venice where he is living, um, California. And so she put him on a bus, and she it was clearly a really upsetting memory for her. And Ari says... I hate to see you like this. Mm -hmm. I thought his reaction was extremely bizarre. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was editing or what, but, like, the immediate – it just was apparent that he has not been confronted by people sharing stories like this Mm -hmm. very often. He didn't really know how to relate Mm -hmm. or react. Or empathize. Or empathize Mm -hmm. properly. And his reaction Mm -hmm. was just like, oh, this isn't – doesn't say anything bad about you. It was a very sympathetic was, reaction. I wanted to be in his head. Well, I want to know how he was analyzing <laughs> yeah, it. Like, was yeah. he was he like, oh shit, what do I say? I, I think yes. Feel. And this also the confirms end, and validates her nervousness and anxiety and opening up about it in the first place. Yeah. Because his his like it, it's not a personal response. Is that what you mean? Well, because it yeah. made him so uncomfortable. And I think in the like his first reaction was really honest. He said, "I hate to see you like mm-hmm. this." It made him very uncomfortable yes. to see her very yeah, upset. upset. And he just he just said so. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a sweet thing to say, but as a first response, what it's saying is really like, I wish that you had kept that to yourself. Yeah. It's kind of That's like, like really I don't know how to process And I don't this. know how to relate or yeah. empathize with what you're saying. So I'm yeah. sorry that sucks for you. Right. And I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're bad. It's like, apolog- like, yeah. it's, it's it's like very when you much... apologize to somebody, you're like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It was very much a sympathetic reaction as opposed to an empathetic reaction, which I think would have led her maybe to feel more connected and that's where I'm like maybe he did say other things too and we just didn't get to see and maybe yeah. there was a different conversation I, I, sure. I hope I do I think mean, I, I for hope her so. sake I hope yeah. so I do think he w- it was like correct of him to say like I have friends who have had difficult mm-hmm. upbringings and I know it doesn't reflect on you and you're definitely a loving wonderful person yeah um, which I thought was also odd because then later in his in the moment he says she had a really tough upbringing, but despite that upbringing, she's an amazing yeah, woman. I, and it, I was like, so you do think it reflects on her. You think that that, like, is a part of her that she had to overcome to become a good person. Yeah, he does not consider it a given that someone's upbringing does not reflect on their character at yeah. all. Like, to me, I'm like, that doesn't need to be said because it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and to me, like, I'm not opposed to the fact that he clarified that to comfort her. But it just says to me, like, he doesn't know, again, how to empathize, how to react, and how to, like, yeah. process 
someone who had a very different childhood than he did. I definitely think the biggest like obstacle that he's ever overcome was being dumped by Emily on television. Well, that, apparently. Um, he hasn't been in love since. since. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Crystal also gets a rose, and then they have a private concert with Connor Dwermit. That dude had a good voice. Yeah, I had no idea who he was, but I was like, oh, that's actually kind of nice. Maybe I would have liked that date. (laughs) I don't know. The private concert with the random, like, D-list musician is always so weird to me. Just, like, to be – there's an amazing, like, radio show or something once where a famous singer talks about how this uh, guy hired him to win his girlfriend back because they, like, fell in love at his concert. And he's like, can you come, like – play for us in my home. Mm-hmm. And the guy was, like, mm-hmm. idealistic. He was like, sure, I'll do it. Like, why not? Like, love. And he's like, it was the most unbearably awkward experience mm-hmm. of my yeah. life. Like, I didn't know where to look. Like, I didn't feel like I should be there. I could tell that she was still mad at this guy. And then she was, like, maybe sort of warming up. But, like, that's really awkward. It was, oh, God. And I always think of that now during these concerts is, like, what's the performer thinking as this one couple just, like, stares at them alone? Like, yeah. It's in the West Wing, too. Really? Oh, man. I mean, Derek wants to eventually, if he's lucky and if we we ever get married, wants to have uh, Matt Nathanson perform at the wedding. And I have a feeling (laughs) that even if he and I were to, like, have a private dance to him, Derek would just be staring at him the whole time. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so that's an argument to not have him play. I don't care. (laughs) Um, So the next morning, uh, Crystal's debriefing with the other girls about the— uh, about the date, and she won't tell them anything, mm-hmm. mm. which Derek clearly sympathizes she with. She does it a little too much, <laughs> it though. Was, she's it, like, it was a lot. She's, like, trying to—you yeah. like, got to give people, like, a couple of breadcrumbs and then be like, oh, you know, it wasn't much more than that. Instead of—instead, she's like, I don't need to tell you anything, which is yeah. uh, it's a little bit It abrasive. did come off as, as Bibiana says, shady. It came yeah. off a little shady. Yeah. I understood— why she wouldn't want to debrief every single moment, but also I understood why the women are like, why are you being so fucking weird about mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Like, and I think she probably, I would imagine, felt really awkward giving the details of the date, given what the date was, because it was they so personal, and yeah. she Family knew that stuff. that would give her a major target. Like, I remember yeah. when we were in Wisconsin and, Ra- and uh, Raven got to meet the family. When mm-hmm. she came back and said that, people were like, Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big thing. But I think Krista also could have just gone about it and just been like, well, yeah, it was, like, different than what I expected. You know, we actually went and went to his home and, like, he showed me around his hometown. Well, and she the thing is she tells them enough that they're kind of—that they're curious for more. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I went to his home in Scottsdale and, like, I we saw his out. life. I saw what his life was And they're was like, like, did you see his house? And she's like, mm-hmm. And they're like, how, how, what's his life like? And she's like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was great. Good. I, like, she's not, she's not withholding information for her own good. She's like teasing them. She's tantalizing point. them. Yeah. And like, it really seemed like she, they ask her a question and she gets this look on her face like she's remembering like the best mm-hmm. orgasm <laughs> of her life. And then she's yeah. like, oh, nothing. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't need tell. to share. Yeah. It's my relationship is private and I'm not going to share my relationship with everyone else. It's it's private. And Viviana is definitely like the investigator too. <laughs> On my season, that was Alex. He's like, you know, his, his mindset was like, I person. have to know everything. And but she does it a lot more playfully, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Alex, Alex was terrifying. He was intense. He was. <laughs> um. 
So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be back with Taylor and Derek and a lot more chatting. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like 
vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. (laughs) 
So we we skipped the date card. The date card for right. the big uh the big the group date. The very big group date. 15 there are, women. Yeah, because there, there are 19 women who are going for roses outside of the solo dates, and then 15 women ended up on this one date. I was trying to think what how many girls were on my first group date, and I want to say it was, might have been 15, too. Really? That it was, like, maybe 13 to 15. That's so many people. I don't That's remember, but I remember it being a lot, and I should actually figure that out, how many to compare, because it was a lot. But and if a there lot were two group, group dates, date. there wouldn't be a lot of women left over for the second one if there were that many. I think yeah. that was, like, a weird thing is there were two one-on-one dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that really That's left That's why they always do two group dates, because it's just yeah. too many. And so, it was, like, really impersonal. Yeah. I mean, date. there was just no way around Those that. Those are the kind of dates that I would have like peaced out on <laughs> like that was part those are the dates as to why I was hesitant going on the show in the first place because I was like I am not one of those girls that's going to want to go and do some kind of like competition like race track bumper yeah. car date that makes like, me very yeah. anxious yeah I'd be yeah. like no like I that doesn't help me at all in like getting to know you or like trying to date you like I get that it's a, like a fun activity to do but it's not my he's kind of watching. fun activity he's watching and taking notes he's always <laughs> observing He's like, which is the girl if I went to a demolition derby of hot girls? Whose number would I ask for? <laughs> um, so the date card says Mikkel, Marique, Tia, Valerie, Annalise, Lauren G, Kendall, Becca, Jenny, Cien, Jenna, Carolyn, Brittany, Viviana, Chelsea. Let's hit love head on. And it is, as we mentioned, a demolition derby. And um, Tia has some commentary on this because she's from Arkansas. <laughs> She says, this is some redneck shit. People in Arkansas actually do this for fun, which does not surprise me at all. It does actually look really fun. This looked fun. Ari's like, there are cars, so I like it. Okay, but I've been to these before. (laughs) It's actually really boring because the cars aren't going like as fast as you think. Because that would be really dangerous. Really dangerous. Yeah. And they're like on dirt. So they're really, they're like hitting each other at five miles an hour, like over and over and Which over. Which is again. why you don't die. Yes. <laughs> right. It does but seem really dangerous. Watching it, like the way they cut it, you know that this was basically like an hour and a half of Ari staying out there being like, okay. <laughs> well, he's in the car. For, he gets yeah. to compete. I feel like it would be fun to compete. That's true. Um. I also like that they got to decorate their cars. That part looked yeah. fun yeah. to me. I'd be down with the cool. decorating part, the actual cool. driving part. I know I'd get out of it because my back. I'd be like, no, sorry, it's dangerous. My back. That's true. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, all the yeah, cars are Brittany, like, like weirdly legitimately excited. got yeah. whiplash from yeah. that. She got like a head injury. Like, what the hell? Um, I like her. I do too. I really like her. I like her a lot. She's like got awesome energy. I feel like he's kind of like friend zoning her though. Yeah. I think so too. She's kind of getting like the Alexis treatment a little bit, I think. And the certificate that says most hardcore is a solid non-romantic gesture. Yeah, Yeah, and I felt felt bad because afterwards she was kinda like, Yeah, like I feel like we connected and like she was happy about it, but I was like, Oh, there wasn't anything romantic there though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um so a lot of the girls are, like, really psyched to do this, even though it looks extremely dangerous. It does also look fun. But Annalise uh, keeps, like, spontaneously crying because she's really, really scared, which I think is a totally rational reaction. Um, and the girls are all like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, oh, well, I have this really bad memory about doing bumper cars as a kid. And, like, I'm really, like, flashing back to that right now and feeling scared. 
everyone has found this so hilarious. And maybe it's because everyone has found it so hilarious. Like, if everyone were like, oh, poor Annalise, that's so sad, I would probably make fun of it. But I'm just like, everyone, like, you're all being jerks. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like, she's I she's felt, scared. That's all that matters. Like, she feels that right. way. Yeah. It's valid. I felt bad because clear, clearly this was a trigger for her. Mm-hmm. And she was having, you, you can't control your phobias. Yeah. That's a real thing. Um, but I also felt bad because the story sounded lame when she told well, it. Well, they, the, like, they put in the dramatization and it makes okay. it seem yeah. like Can this Can we talk about thing. the reenactment? <laughs> <Yeah>. What <laughs> the She got done real that? dirty on that. that she got cruel. done dirty. That was like a scary clown movie <laughs> yeah. clip. Yeah. It was like And that's what made everyone make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I was like, did they have extra budget for this? Like, they went to, like, the bumper cars. Maybe there blur- was, like, <laughs> stock footage or something. Yeah. Of, like, oh, maybe. little girls and they on just, bumper cars. And they just blurred they out blurred a few out their faces. faces. Yeah. It was so funny. It was terrifying. Oh. But, like, I just thought that this was an instance of production being a little cruel. Yeah. Like, but it was this, like, sort of a fun Bachelor in Paradise element that I'm, like, enjoying in <laughs> oh, the editing. That's true. Um, but what I also found was really, like, so this is where Jenny gets really mean and uh, was, like, kind of openly mocking her and then is really annoyed when Ari goes and comforts Annalise. And I was like, well, Jenny, you know, if the other girls comforted her and were not, like, totally cold about it, mm-hmm. then Ari wouldn't have to go comfort her. You've that, isolated her from the group. That, and I think that it's a good sign. Like, if I were, if you were experiencing that, wouldn't you want him, this person you're supposed to be dating, to at least acknowledge it in some way, even if it's not right in the moment, maybe afterwards? Like, I would think in that moment that that's a good thing. Like, oh, good for him. He's being compassionate and, like, he's checking on her. Like, might not be might not be me and it might take attention away from me, but at the same time, like, like, he's also here Not dating now. other people. Yeah. And it usually doesn't end up being good for the person who has that moment, mm-hmm. but it's usually just a chance for the bachelor or the bachelorette to show that they are nurturing and empathetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the end, it's not going to be good for her. Why begrudge? But, like, it's, it's, like, it's not like she's doing it intentionally to try to take the attention that's away. That's what they I think all this think. is a very that is genuine. Exactly what they yeah, think. Like, yeah. I think it's calculated. I experienced calculated on my season. <laughs> yeah. And it was very upsetting for the whole group. But I think in this situation, there were, there were girls who actually were comforting her. And I've been on the other end of that where there was a situation on a group date and none of the girls comforted the girl because it was very obvious that, like, this wasn't a genuine thing. And here she like it's so obvious that this is a genuine thing that she literally cannot control her sobbing over she didn't want to tell the story because she knew it sounded kind of ridiculous exactly but in the fact that this jenny whatever whatever her name is that i really don't like she it's like it's like it, it was such a burden that annalise had this trigger in this reaction and like well I'm here to try to have fun yeah and I just really she's definitely focused on herself and that's like really what I think yeah. it comes down yeah. to is yeah. it all of this like this whole time and when she leaves we realize that too and it's like <laughs> yeah. she's just really all consumed with within herself yeah like why mm-hmm. can't I have what I want yeah. and like the whole idea of like well wouldn't you want Ari to comfort you if you were having a hard time in her mind that's a totally different like situation it's very that's her right yeah. like mm-hmm. if it was her it would be valid and she would need to be comforted but if it's someone else then like it's they're probably faking it doesn't matter like yeah. it's yeah. stupid and that I thought was more revealing of her mm-hmm. oh, of yeah. her character yeah, yeah. Exactly. right and that's about all we saw of her so like that's yeah. what you get <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She literally says, like, 
we all want time with Ari. I just don't think crying is the way to do it. Yeah, it wasn't a tactical decision. Annalise did not want that to happen. Yeah. And then she says, it won't, we're all afraid of different things, I guess. It won't stop me from hitting her, give her more trauma. Yeah. Oh, Oh, when I I heard that, that. that's when I started pacing. That's when I started pacing. I got out of my chair. I was like, no, she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, we do all have different traumas because we all experience things differently, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Like, Taylor is deathly afraid of movie theaters. Wow. (laughs) I don't go to the movies. If you guys ever I told Derek to the he needs movies, to get a girlfriend. Need, yeah. He needs to get a movie girlfriend to go to the movies with. Because well, let me I tell you, go. I don't like to go to the movies, and Greg loves going to the movies. And you know what he does? He goes by himself. That's what I do. Yeah, he loves he it. It's not that yeah. I don't like going to the movies. I like literally like do have a have a past theater. experience, multiple experiences where you were surrounded by children. There's a lot of throw cars. up. Okay, <laughs> oh my god, in movie theaters, and I just I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I have never experienced that. I, I can't. It happened multiple, and it, it was all when I was younger. So it was like they're like vulnerable times in my life. And where it's just your yeah. association now. Yes, and I and I have like a phobia of throw up anyway. So I'm just like I don't, I don't do it. And yeah, like I bet had we been on a date, on like a group date, it's like we're going to the movie. I'd be like, nope. This weekend, I did like we were doing a lot of stuff for Taylor. I was like very helping her a lot, and then <laughs> no, we went goes, down to go see my family in Jersey. Okay, but yeah, but <laughs> and it took a lot of time out of our a lot weekend. Of time. We did like doing a lot, and she goes, okay. You know, this afternoon, like whatever you need, we can. You know, we'll we'll do that. And I looked at her. I go, whatever I need, because I just really wanted to go to the movie theater. <laughs> and I knew all he had to say was whatever I want to do. Yeah. And I said, except go to the movies. <laughs> anyway, they're um, real. Phobias are real. Yeah, yes. they are. And I, you know, happen. we've all seen the Maury shows where people are terrified of peaches. Like, yeah, yeah. there's the all kinds of things. Suffering is real. <laughs> the suffering is real, even if the reason is not. And like, people are like, "Oh, this is such a lame excuse for trauma." And it's like, well, it's not like she went we, up to someone who lived through a genocide <laughs> yeah. and was like, "Like, but mine I is was worse." Yeah, and it also it doesn't like it, that doesn't make it any less worse just because it's something weird that like it's also people not wouldn't... rational. These things are not yeah, yeah rational. Not rational. That's yeah. why you don't get to decide. Decide what your traumas right. are. Yeah, it's not like she decided. Oh, I'm gonna have a you know ridiculous bumper car trauma. So yeah. that it you know like no, it's it like just a happens. claustrophobic trauma. Like that's yeah. really yeah. what it came down to. Is she right. felt like she was being like suffocated. Like you're already in a situation that lends itself to like that kind of fear, and then you have an extra bad experience, yeah. and mm-hmm. then suddenly. Uh, like a movie theater, I think could really lend itself to that because it's like dark. You can't really see around you. There's like throw up all over. You. <laughs> Apparently, everywhere. I just can't. Man, Taylor. I'm serious. The amount of it, like anxiety I start to get, like when I smell the butter popcorn, I'm like, <laughs> and like the slushy. It's just, no, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. We would not travel well together because I get really motion sick and I throw up a lot. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Mm. Stay away. Um, yeah, we're sitting uh, the things opposite we're each other, so yeah, it's right fine. Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Annalise. Turns out she's great at the demo derby, which yeah, I love. This was really therapeutic for yeah. her. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, very proud of her. Yeah. Yeah. She ended up doing it. The whole thing, it looked really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I loved some of the commentary. Chris Harrison was like, maybe this will be the first time Ari actually wins something on a racetrack. Yeah, that was, that was, dirty. That was good. That was I, liked, I was like, yeah, shade. Chris. <laughs> I think Ari just really liked looking at the girls' yeah, bumpers. Yeah, Ari thinks that women mm. racing is sexy. sexy. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, Becca thinks that women are ruthless. A lot of, like, really gender essentialist dialogue here. <laughs> um, and we have some some outstanding people, Bibiana, Brittany, 
really going after each other. Tia. And then Cien. it comes down to Cien and Tia. I love Cien. I love yeah. her. I wanted to like wait and give it more time. But from the first night, I was like, I like her. <laughs> and then it was just I really, want to be friends really with her. confirmed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I feel like you guys episode. look kind of similar, too. That's why yeah. I related to her, because yeah. I was like, we kind of look alike. I wonder if she's mixed. I was like, I think she's probably half black, half white. <laughs> We're basically the same person. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was like, I feel like we have things in common. Taylor kept trying to make herself CN. Like, I was like, like <laughs> I, I feel like we would just get along. I don't know what it is. She when she just casually dropped that she went to Yale, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm, you're great. Yeah, I don't know. You know I was like, this show just loves a, throwing out these names. Yeah. They love. Do you know You know that uh, emoji or not emoji meme where it's like the cat like holding a thing up with like her big white eyes? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. that was all of us looking at her last yeah. night. We all were just like, we'll give you whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I know. She's incredibly yeah. beautiful, yeah. too. I did tweet something, which. Derek faved. I did. Last night. I know which one you're arguing. It was like, it was like Ari being like, I'm very attracted to CN. I think I said something like, yeah, same. Every viewer with Everybody eyes. Yeah. And she <laughs> responded to me and was like, thanks, love. And I was like, lol. Does she just think I hit on her on the internet? Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, I saw her baby hairs and like she like owned them so well. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I want to be friends. <laughs> I think you can make that happen. You are in a good position. Taylor, do you yeah. want to be friends with Sia? <laughs> I do. I do. We're putting it out. I like it out too. The like the she's, I liked her style. Yeah. Um. So she won. Yes. Uh, and I forgot about the drinking drink, milk thing. Wait, why is that? It's a racing tra- thing. Why yeah. is that? It? Was but, weird. But what is it? Why is that tradition? High fives. I, I knew know. a racing thing. Indy five hundred tradition. Yes. Three-time Indianapolis 500 winner Louis, Louis Meyer regularly drank buttermilk to refresh himself on a hot oh. day. That's disgusting. <laughs> okay, I will say and this, happened though. to drink some in Victory Lane as a matter of habit after winning the 1936 race. I will say You're this. You're welcome, guys. It's not 1936 history. anymore. Chocolate <laughs> milk. sounds horrible. Chocolate milk is like the pre-Gatorade because like it's a liquid that has um, also like proteins and... Uh, Electrolytes but in it. Buttermilk? Buttermilk is like extra rich. <laughs> Seems incredibly intense to just My sip stomach on. is churning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. fact that, that it said on a Instinct. hot day isn't yeah. like Anchorman. <laughs> Come on, like Ice it's too hot. Oh, yeah, Milk right. was a bad choice. <laughs> Um, uh. So we get to the night portion of the date, and Brittany isn't feeling well, maybe from all of the violent like head vibrations <laughs> she's been subjected to. So she's not there. Um, I did think it was interesting. Like Ari got a lot of points. From viewers, I felt like from the way he checked in on her the next day. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like it's pretty standard when someone gets injured at the date for him to check on her that night. Yeah. But there was no, it was sort of like, well, she's not here, so hopefully she's okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were 14 He other probably women. tried. He might have like said something in the car. I don't know. And they were like, don't worry about it. We got yeah. her in the hospital. It's fine. Yeah. 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 She might have been cashed out more than we know. <laughs> yeah. 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 She was probably completely, like, unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, she isn't feeling well. She's in a mild coma right now. <laughs> um, Chelsea grabs him first, um, which is totally permitted. I think where Chelsea missteps is that she is too prepared to explain why she deserves to grab him first. Right, just well, grab him first. And yeah. I think that on the first group date, no one really knows what is happening. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows how things are going to play out, especially at that night portion. Everyone's kind of like just waiting it out to see how it goes. And I know, I remember for mine, like there was some chit-chat back and forth like with him there. And then there's this really awkward moment <laughs> where like 
no one knows. We're like, do we just all kind of keep talking with each other? Like, what happens? And then someone does it, and you're kind of like, whoa, wait, I didn't know that was happening now. Yeah. yeah. Well, what? Like, that already? Well, someone's got to do it. You're figuring it out still. Yeah. But you know, too, she was also probably prepped in a nightstand beforehand. Like, you going to pull him first? Mm-hmm. Like, are yeah. you excited to talk to him? Like, when do you think you want to pull him? And then just like, yeah, just pull him first if you want to pull him first. She has to pull him first oh, yeah. so that she's she can explain why she's mysterious. Yeah. And it's she, because there is another man in her life. Extremely pause. pregnant pause. <laughs> My three-year-old son, Sammy. And I know uh, how much you have a thing for women with kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was so crazy. It was weird. weird. Oh. First of all, do not describe your toddler son as the man um, in your life. It's just, it was. Don't do it. It was such a calculated delivery, the whole thing. It it's didn't e- flow as authentic as, say, Becca's story yeah. and, and her one-on-one time. I think she was too—she'd put too much thought into her narrative. Yeah. And she was so sure of how it was going to play out that when you actually deliver it, it sounds very rehearsed I think and, that's, like, thuds. I think that's, like, a detriment to how people know they're going to do the Instagram slash, like— you know, what other things am I going to do after this? And they kind of want to, like, try and control their storyline yeah. because they know how things can change and things can shift, you know. Well, so I was a great say, example of that. But yeah. I think she was, like, really trying to make sure that this is the way it showed. Um, but And I think, too, it's more of, like, a detriment as to how – as to what the process of the actual show is because there is so much time spent talking about what are you going to do with your time? What mm-hmm. are you going to say to him? Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to say it? Like – to where it can come across kind of rehearsed because you kind of have had to rehearse it to make sure that you're saying the things you want to say. True. Yeah. I think that there's, like, some people who uh, get so internalized and they, like, analyze o- over and over and over versus, like, a good example of Baka. <laughs> I don't know how to say her name. Becca? It's Becca. No. But, uh, we're, what was that? We were going... Doesn't she say it that way? No. Uh, no. I think it's just Becca, it's Becca. babe. Brett and I, I were saying it, it that way. Brett and I were saying it that way to distinguish her from Becca. Okay. Well, uh, Becca K. That was Becca. so intense. My bad. Because I was I like, are we doing bird noises now? What, what? Yeah. I'm like, starting to feel like Emma did not listen to our podcast last week because we called her Becca. I, I thought that's how I thought it was. Pronounced. I got halfway through. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Every time if I see your name listen, on screen, that's what I think. Yeah. But <laughs> side note, Derek is really good at making animal noises. Like he actually sounds like the animal when he does yeah, it. Like, I really thought there was a bird in here. For um, a there is a group game called Paka where you make that noise. So now that's all I'm thinking of. <laughs> no. We'll have to introduce you to that one we later. Wow. Clearly, yeah. you'd be into it. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so Ari is like, I yeah, I do love being in that stepdad type role. Like even before Emily, I dated a woman with kids, which anyone who watched Emily's season remembers. He dated a woman with two kids. They live together. He's like totally down for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, good. I mean, I just feel like the other women like can't really understand my motivations because I like I have a child. So this is really serious. Therefore, for I'm me. first of all, serious. first of all, your motivations are the same as everyone else's freaking motivations. Like, well, no, I she's guess looking yours for are, a dad. Yours are a little <laughs> for her bit. child. And she figured the most efficient way to find a stepdad for my child is to go on a show where there's only one option and thirty women. Like, it's yeah. fine, but like, she just seems so, like she's really come to the conclusion that this is. 
obviously a justification for whatever she Any does. actions. Which is really mm-hmm. good. Like, if she didn't act like this, I might be like, yeah, she left her kid behind. That's got to be hard. Like, she's worried that she's wasting her time. And then she, like, sits down with the women and she's like, listen, I think I just needed the time to tell him that I'm a mom and, you know, I'm just – I've given all this up to be here and I think you just need to understand that. And that, like, puts everyone on edge because yeah. since instead of allowing us to draw our conclusions about how difficult this must be for her, it puts people in the position of being like, well, what about what I've given I up? I gave up yeah. some stuff too. I had to yeah. put my life on pause. Right, like, no one is questioning – that it must be difficult for her to have left her child. No one's judging that. But, yeah, she puts everyone on the defense. You don't want to tell yeah. people why your situation is harder than theirs. Nobody yeah. ever wants to hear that. Yeah. There's, you all are there for the same yeah. thing. I mean, for, unless they're not there for the same <laughs> <Yeah>. reasons. <laughs> in theory, you're all there. The, the, the collective delusion that you're all yeah. engaging in is that you're there for the same thing. And that you've all sacrificed put things in your life, put your life on pause yeah. to go do this. And that's valid for every person. And I'm someone who thinks that, you know, I don't have kids, but I get why it's treated in this sort of dramatic way in society of, like, it's so hard to be a parent. And it is hard to be a parent. Like, a childless person can't understand what it's like to have kids. That's all true. But when you're so insistent on it, it's really alienating. It's like— you bring the importance up too much. I yeah, think. and then and, you, then, it gets and then people want to knock it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Marie actually interrupts her and is like, "Okay, like you you can't discount what we've given up to be here." And I thought that that was fair. They're they're really just like having these conversations <laughs> in the open, which we're I really in like. Episode yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the conversation between Ari and Cien. Yes. Um, she drops just, like, all of these very interesting things about herself. She lived in Brazil and Italy. She went to Yale. Um, she went to – after going to a really big public high school. She's – I was like, I would like to hear more from you. You yeah, seem yeah. genuinely interesting. And Ari is very into her because he's like, I've led a far less interesting life mm-hmm. than you. Yeah. yeah. He, here, like, they've been telling us how interesting Ari is, and he's just like, I'm a pizza delivery boy compared to you. <laughs> It was a good moment of, like, self-awareness. Yeah, I know. I liked it. <laughs> she gave a really good timeline of of the last few years of her life, and I think it was all very, very interesting. And I'm going to kind of, like, jump the gun here, A, because she's my favorite, but also B, <laughs> because I think that this would be amazing. I'm going to say stand for Bachelorette. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go there. That would I mean, be, I, would I never that. do that, but I feel like she'd be great. I, I mean, from what I, we've seen, she I think yeah. everybody already good. loves her, yeah. so we'll see what happens. We'll see how far she makes it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um for now it seems promising right now. Yeah. <laughs> but also Ari really likes blondes, so Right. That's yeah. the thing. I'm like, yeah. uh yeah. I'm skeptical. Yeah. I think she'll she we're gonna see her at least for the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, but we'll see beyond that. Yeah. We got and your back, CN. <laughs> meanwhile, Bibiana is losing her mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's just kind of like sitting there, kind of just periodically being like, where is he? Who's with him now? You don't know? Ugh. And then by the end of the night, she's like, I don't even want to see him. I couldn't figure out, like, did something else happen? Right. It just seemed like something else had occurred that had upset her. She had to have at least tried to talk to him. It doesn't appear to us that she did. I think uh, the early group dates, what happens is, like, you 
and and the first night too. They, like there has to be structure to make sure that people actually they get have to, to kind of orchestrate. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's like some orchestration, and it can be really frustrating if other people are like being sent over to talk to treated differently you know, like Ari mm-hmm. and and so I have a feeling that she was that they were like no 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 not yet no 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 not yet mm-hmm. and because of that she's like I can't do anything I have no control which yeah. is a really tough position to be in when, that would like, make because me there, feel there are times both the first night and after that where you know you'll kind of get in this in this you'll get to this place where you're finally like you know what screw it I'm just mm-hmm. gonna go up and steal the time and just go and then you're right there and it's no you can't mm-hmm Right. Not yet. Something's happening. That was like my the first okay night. Yet. The first night they tried to tell me where to take JoJo to to like go. I was super nervous and I was like, no, I'm not going there. And they were like, no, you have to go there. <laughs> and so in the end, I was just like, okay, I'll go there. And then I took her out front, away from everybody where I wanted to go in the first place. Well, because they're trying to like orchestrate stuff. You know, like if someone's yeah. like having a serious conversation here, like. Do you want to let that play they out and give that out. the time, you know, as opposed to otherwise it would just be everyone like person after person. Evil. Yeah. It's a necessary yeah. evil for that because you do have to organize. A lot. And especially on the first group day, you know, there are so many of you and everyone wants to get their time. And I'm sure Bibiana was just one of maybe two or three girls that I've, you know, reflecting on my first group date that like were the last ones to get time with him or wouldn't get any time with him at all. And that's yeah. so frustrating because you have other people coming back, talking about their time, you know. And you're just sitting there for hours. Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, well, what what the heck? Yeah, I felt like she took it out on the other women a little bit, which totally. I didn't care yeah. for. Like, they were trying to be, like, as sensitive and comforting, comforting. as possible. And she yeah. was, like, basically, like, fuck off. She was just pissed at that point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, he's telling Becca... <laughs> that he really likes her energy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I like your energy. And he's like, well, I didn't even think you liked me. And she's like, that's so funny because I didn't think you liked me. <laughs> and he's like, that's crazy. And she's like, I know. They're like, let's make out. And then they're like, oh, my God, let's really intensely make out for, yeah. like, five minutes. <laughs> and it Something... got, like, the sensual music yeah. and, like, it the was... slow down. It was, it was a lot. I'm into her. Which is a perfect, like, example, though, of it doesn't always matter, like, connecting with them isn't about, like, checking all these boxes, like, oh, I told them this, oh, I told them this, (laughs) oh, I told them this. Here she walked in, and then, like, when they were walking away, I was like, no, you hang up. You You know, like, they're already at that stage, and it has nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Just like very really, drawn to her. They probably Crazy just chemistry. like how each other smell or something. Yeah, it's all those pheromones. She should have done the pit check. Yeah. That would have worked out really well. I'm just really happy we finally have a girl with a pixie cut on this show. I know. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it is like a really different visual look. And in a way, it's such a smart, strategic play because it really makes her stand out. Like you have to have a really certain look to pull it off. And like, it's a really easy way to like look more feminine in a conventional sense to like get extensions or whatever. But if you resist that and you have this really unconventional look, then people are like, I'm impressed by you. And Mm -hmm. they don't even know why. Um, A lot of people have been talking about how like studied she seems like she's probably an actress and that's probably true. Um, but it's hard not to be, like, drawn to someone who seems really confident, um, especially on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the group date Rose comes up, and Ari pulls something oh, this was that is cold-blooded. So cold. <laughs> Ooh, you guys are going to say this, and then I'm going to correct you. <laughs> oh, 
I feel like I've heard this before. Uh-huh. They say things to a bunch of people. Yeah. It's actually worse than it. what you think. <laughs> it's like it's like 10 times worse because they say stuff about well, let them, tons of people. Let, Sorry. No, it's too late now. No, it's ruined. Yeah, you say your piece. The and, then, and then I just wanted Derek will get really excited typical to correct man you. just needs to correct women. Mansley, wow. the group date to us. So I don't yet. How it actually yeah. works. No, you, I have to say, I love yeah, that like, every man I talk to on social media or off like always goes out of their way to be like, I'm sorry for mansplaining. And I'm like, I love that's the energy I put out into the world. And I expect you to apologize for correcting me. Um, but like, I've never seen it like they, played they like this. Cut it he picks up well. the rose. He's like, there's only one group date rose. So Chelsea, I really appreciated you showing me another side of yourself and opening up. And CN. We had a really great talk, and you won, and, like, I really want to, like, keep you around. So here's the group date, Rose. Mm. I have never seen it like that before. That's insane. No, they go around and say something about each conversation with each person and then give it to one person. Most of the people. So you're like, am I the one? Each time. Yeah. And everyone's, like, on edge. I would judge that so hard. (laughs) Like, I felt like the first group date, like, he said something that was, like, very like a lot of depth and was very sweet and I remember like just thinking that that gets in your head and then I was like oh my god I'm gonna get the rope oh my god I'm gonna... <laughs> what and then you're like mm, and it's like no. on to the next yeah. one like, oh. no you went with the total opposite of that okay okay uh, they often turn out to want the opposite of what they say they want yeah. um, like Ari's Men. whole thing on the first episode where he's like I want to give my first impression rose to a girl that really opened up to me and yeah. like showed me herself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it to the most <laughs> mysterious one who showed me nothing. Mysterious. Yeah, mysterious. mysterious. Oh, God. All right. Cocktail party. Uh, the girls who didn't get a date are feeling pretty nervous at this point. I guess it's Ashley. And some and Laurens? Some Laurens. That are, I don't know. I, I, I still haven't gone uh, Jacqueline, all maybe. There's still too many. Oh, did Jacqueline not Jacqueline, maybe. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't there's remember too seeing many her. people. They yeah, need to cut it, pull it down oh. before I can really commit names to memory. Yeah. And Viviana is hilarious. She's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I went on a group date and it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's sure like, it's not funny. all it's cracked up to be. I'm sure that made them feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So Brittany gets the most hardcore certificate. Yeah. He's like checking in on her and he's like, Still seeing some stars. <laughs> I literally got you injured. Um, <laughs> Concussions. How romantic. Yeah. Then he gives her the certificate that says most hardcore, which we discussed. It was very friendly. Uh, Becca is wearing some great fur. She literally says, I always have to have a fur on me, which is <laughs> such a manic pixie dream girl thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Doesn't she live in L.A.? Right. Well, the fur is really more decorative. <laughs> it is. It's not for it warmth. Is. It is. Um, also, I think we've seen her a few times without a fur on her, so she's already breaking. Yeah. You know, like earlier that evening, yeah. we saw her without a fur yeah, on her. Yeah, so weird. Um, Maybe she always keeps like a little rabbit foot clip to her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just want to, is that faux fur? Because come on. We need to like it's make that fo- distinction. It's probably faux fur. I don't Maybe it's vintage. Or it's Maybe. She seems like a girl who goes She's to a thrift shopper. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. stores. For um, sure. And uh, they make out. They make out a lot. Um, it is intense. This is when they have the really, yeah, intense make out. Um, and then Crystal is like waving her rose around, very Courtney Robertson style. Mm-hmm. I was just cringing. Because uh, it's. I don't get why people like. 
get a little bit cocky and like start carrying them around all night because you don't have to carry it around. You all don't. Night. No. no, but you know that it was. Oh, it's absolutely. Hold the rose, and how excited are you going they into knew, tonight? Like it's just. Well, they knew. Oh, and they also looped her ITM later in the night. Like they played the same line a couple times to yeah. make her seem like the entire night all she was doing. <laughs> but yes. it still was obnoxious. So, you know, I feel torn about it. And I mean, it. it's partly because she was taking the opportunity to be like, oh, some of the girls are so nervous. They and even I'm know not. They have a connection with him. I feel like she's like taking the rose and like rubbing it all over <laughs> But she's not as funny as when Courtney Robertson did it. I just yeah. love your guys' like imitations of her when you change your tone <laughs> to talk like her. It's tough. We're so mean. Um, Sorry, Crystal. Yeah, uh, the voice thing is hard. I got it a lot, but it's also for me. I was like, that's also editing. Yeah, and I'm just answering questions, so that's why my voice does mean, that. Okay, so like you her, do not sound like Crystal. No, I also no, like, but I would have a lot of upward inflection. Yeah. Oh yeah. And people really oh, people didn't like that. don't like our up talk either. So yeah, I think 99 percent of the time when someone's voice irritates me. I try really hard to ignore it because it's just mm-hmm. how they talk. Yeah. And yeah, every now really and then help. it seems really affected and put on and that is really hard for me to get past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz I'm like I feel like you could just stop. <laughs> I want you to stop. I feel like, like you actually do have control over this yeah. part. And also when she's saying things that feel less calculated, the it's voice different. doesn't bother me. Yeah. yeah. Um so I think it is the it's the combination content. of the two. Yeah, See, the and this was something too that the girls on my season struggled with with a particular person and it's it's hard because that person will then argue that that's just them yeah. that's just their authentic self and then it's like Ugh. How, How do you, you explain that where you're like, mm, actually, I don't think you're being your authentic self. <laughs> yeah. I think you have some layers to work through. Like, how do you – you just kind of have to be like, okay, okay that's – right. Well, maybe it's really their authentic well to... self. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? The thing with Crystal that bothers me is like because I was in that position once again where <laughs> – you're, if you didn't know, Derek had the first group date <laughs> no, or the first group, first one-on-one. But, but like you can he handle this two rose. ways. You can handle this two ways. They're like, oh, hey, um, JoJo's not, you know, nobody's with her right now and it, nobody's gone yet. Do you want to go and talk to her? And I was like, no, absolutely not. That would be the dumbest. Like I'm putting myself at the center of all these guys who didn't get to see her. You know, like you have to have that self-awareness so that everybody doesn't like – Turn on you, which is what yeah. you need to play the do. game enough to keep the house sort of right. on your she side, was, so it doesn't yeah. detract from your. She did not play this well. Like no, I, yeah. I don't think it. It's like, oh, you got a date, Rose. You shouldn't be allowed to talk to the person at all. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe yeah. don't go right away. And then if someone suggests you interrupt for a third time, like just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there well, were definitely nights that I got. To double dip was what I called it. So I, had, <laughs> so I had two times with him throughout the night. But I would always try to make sure, like, if I had seen him, if I had had a date with him and there were people who didn't, I would, you know, all the girls kind of collectively were like, the girls who didn't see him at all this week get to see him first. And then after that, it's kind of like a free-for-all. So yeah. then, you know, if I, like, had already seen him on a date, I'd wait till those people had it and then I'd see him. And then after that, like, if I'm asked, you know, like, do you want some extra time? That's like a hard place to be in because sometimes you're so excited and you're just like oh I had a great time with him like yeah I want to see him again like I'm getting an opportunity like I should take this opportunity this is why I'm here I don't want to waste my time but then it's also like you got to be considerate of other people and you know think about who you're interrupting and how you're interrupting and not gonna lie I got a little bit Machiavellian a few times and I, I like knew the people that were nervous and I'd be like 
I'd make something. I'd be like, did you hear that he went twice already? (laughs) (laughs) You were a shitster. And they would would be like, oh, how many? Just like all, just like internally I mean, there were some aggro guys on your season. Yeah. Yeah. It It was, you know, Wells and I were sitting there like BSing with each other, just like observing the cavemen kind of. (laughs) And so I was like, hey, watch this. And go, oh go poke this, pull this button, push his buttons. <laughs> so Lauren B., who didn't have a date, is talking to Ari, and Crystal's like, hey, can I just, like, step in for a second? And Ari's like, okay. Um, well, he's like, give us give us a, a minute. minute. And then he, like, wraps things up with Lauren. He goes in to talk to Crystal, and she's like, hi, hi baby. Ooh. You guys. Ooh. I just... I had such a visceral reaction. She's not her baby. They just (laughs) met. It is unconscionable for him, uh, her to call him ugh. that. You can't be baby until at least a few weeks. At least. And, and frankly, like maybe preferably be never. In a monogamous. In an actual or relationship. Like, I don't know, have <laughs> known the person at all and or be. Maybe like had sex with them d- first. Yeah. yeah. Like just, I don't, you got to do that. A little bit more. Than 48 hours. I had someone nickname me on like the second day one time, and it was like the reaction that that brought no. within me. I was just like, Mm-mm, that yeah. does not feel okay. It's just well, it's like that Kirby enthusiasm, really intimate Kirby enthusiasm oh, yeah. episode where the his friend is calling this girl honey, and he's like, no, 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 you're not a honey yet. Like you are not <laughs> a honey yet. Like she's gonna think you guys are in a relationship, and then yeah. it's like this whole thing, and then he just starts calling every girl around him honey in front <laughs> of her. So, so he's like, no, 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 yeah. this is just like this That's is how I thing. refer to people. Yeah, yeah. Like don't worry. That's not, not gonna help. No. I remember the first time that uh, Greg called me honey. I was like, oh, we're like married now. <laughs> like, that's like a parents term of yeah. endearment. Yeah. Um, so they do this thing where she like takes him to the walkway where you do the limo introductions and is like, this is where we yeah. met. And How so bad. Yeah. So I'm like, sorry. That's where that he was met really everyone. <laughs> and then she's like, I missed you. Did you miss me? And he's like, yeah, I guess. It's like, no, he didn't miss you he because miss you he was all. busy on doing other things. And all you were doing was sitting at the house getting asked questions about how hot he is. So, of course, like, you missed this him. This didn't even – this yeah. conversation didn't advance their relationship. It yeah. did nothing but piss off the other women. It really seemed yeah. like she, like, came into this being like, now we have this special thing together and I'm just mm-hmm. going to remind him right. of it. And she's like, going to be so glad I stole him away. She, she, she says something to him like – I didn't even tell them I went to your house. Like, he's going to be like, oh, my oh, God. Like, yeah. it's their little so secret. Cool. And instead, yeah. he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, everything she's saying to him by this point in the episode, he's just sort of like, okay. Yeah. Like, she's really working against herself. Yeah. She is. And she, she says she's like, smitten let go a again. Bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chalkboard. Um, she's really uh, smitten. Nails on a chalkboard. Like a kitten. Yeah. Meow. Meanwhile, uh, Kendall brought her taxidermy, which uh, I thought was very bold for. I think it honestly post didn't get enough airtime. I'm intrigued by Kendall. Yeah, she seems kind of funny. Jenny mm-hmm. is asking him about whether he gets razor burn for some reason, and that he like reads the newspaper and does she eats mean raisin like, brand that he's old because he's old? <laughs> <laughs> I thought young guys got more razor burn because they, they don't, don't know, know how, how to shave, shave yet. That's been my experience. Don't shave at all. I want a beard. <laughs> I'm, I'm anti beard. It causes conflict in my relationship. It's a thigh tickler. <laughs> oh my God. See, here's the thing. My dad has a beard, and oh, I find sorry. it. I, I associate it really strongly <laughs> with my dad. Um, and now yeah. with Derek, who has a very dashing beard. And it's um, also kind of dad like. <laughs> dad jokes. 
a lot of dad jokes. All the best guys are. He's resigned. I just know. It's a matter of fact. Um, I've accepted my dadness. Oh, God. That's good. And now Bibiana uh, is finally getting her time. She wants to learn some things about him other than, of course, that he's 6'2", has light eyes, and is genuine and kind and nice. I was like, do you know that he's genuine? But otherwise, that statement really stands. I kind of appreciate it. I feel like she got halfway through and was like, all I fucking know about this guy is that he's 6'2", with light eyes, and that he is genuinely (laughs) kind and uh, has a beautiful soul because I am here for the right reasons. Her energy level is like at 100 going into that. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about his dog. It seems like they've been talking for like 30 seconds. And Crystal, again, opens the door and is like, do you mind? She's like, yes. Yeah. Crystal says she very much – Bibiana says she very much minds. Do you want me to give you one more minute? Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that Bibiana was like, yeah, I do mind because that's totally okay to say, to be like, "Uh, no, I'm actually not done with my time yet. And then that's where you respectfully say, okay, I'll I'll check in later. Or you say, okay, well, come find me when you're done. Yeah. And she literally takes this time that she has squeezed away from Bibiana to sit down with him and say, I just can't imagine going into a rose ceremony. I mean, I know I already have a rose, but I just wanted to build our connection. <laughs> That's by not saying how you build, build our connection. connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that point, you have to at that point, I feel like she's only thinking about herself and just trying to throw herself in his face because I would try to always think about it from his perspective. Like, he has to meet with 20-something chicks that night and figure yeah. out who he's interested in, who he's not interested in. Like, mm-hmm. if you're just consistently throwing yourself in his face at that point, you're like, you're kind of getting in his way. Yeah, his right. it's going to be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to just back off a She's little bit. She's got to give him space to miss her um, a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think the producers must just be thrilled that she is that doing willing. Everything. <laughs> yeah, just doing everything they want. Well, And then Bibiana. So I'm, now we're coming down to the, the big moment of the episode. Yes. Do we want to do a, a reenactment? Sure. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Because are. Crystal comes back in and tries to sit next to Bibiana, probably at the producer's direction. I don't care. You don't have to tell me that this time. <laughs> I don't know. This is what happens. As long as you guys do the voices. Okay. <laughs> do you want to be Bibiana or do you want to be... I'll be Crystal. <laughs> okay. I really think you have a lot of balls just coming to sit down with us. I wanted to come talk with you just to make sure you had time. I think that opening the door is not the way to ask. Why would you come sit next to me knowing that you already had a rose and already had time? I, I only... I honestly, when you learn to speak to me like a normal human being and not with a fake tone, I can actually respect you and listen to what you have to say. But if you think I'm going to fall for this, you have got to be kidding me. You need to realize we're in a situation, and we're here. You already had a rose. I do, but I'm here to have a connection and spend time with Ari. I do have a rose, and I did have two minutes earlier, but it was very brief. I don't understand how you think that it's okay to steal that time away or anything from any of these women. Well, I meant no disrespect. When I came to check on you, I asked— To check on me? Baby girl, it's not about checking. If I'm trying to talk to my man, you need to back the fuck up. And I did. And I asked if you needed more time. And I did. And I gave that to you. You need to check yourself first before you try to check on other people. Look, I don't want to upset you or anybody else. Well, you already did. I really think that you already upset me and you upset everybody else. And honestly, at this point, nobody is going to respect your time. You just dug a big asshole for yourself. Good luck, Crystal. I'm done with you. I think you really need to take some time. Maybe tomorrow, do your little workout, meditate a little, and reflect on what you just did. Because there are a lot of angry people in here, and I'm just the voice. 
That and was, mic drop. That was so. <laughs> oh yeah, she, does she mic literally, she literally says, says mic drop. It <laughs> um, was just Bibiana was just reclaiming her time. Mm-hmm. I felt that, that was, felt cathartic. Yeah, was just cathartic. to read it, yeah. it felt so good. That was a lot. She really redeemed herself because earlier I felt like she was getting a little squirrely, and but she really said what needed to be said in this moment. And And I appreciated that she was like, I'm not going to sit here and just be livid at you. I'm just going to tell you why I'm pissed at you and express that. And also she's like, yeah, and I'm not the only one. She gives some good examples, too. She wasn't just like, I'm mad. She was she like explained why you did this. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because, like, in that moment, somebody like that, it's actually it's really good communication. Somebody like that that's, like, so just self-absorbed at that point, which I think Crystal was, you, like, are actually giving them an opportunity to think and maybe let that stuff sink in, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like that she was, like, meditate on what you've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did kind of like that part where she was like, you need to check yourself first before you try to check on other people and, like, take a second tomorrow to think about this. And I think, like, she brought up some good points. The part that just really makes me cringe so hard is just— knowing that like there wasn't a that there wasn't a back and forth and I, th- I mm. I'm I'm proud of Bibiana that she said what she needed to say you know she had been struggling earlier on in the week and I'm glad that she got to say all of that I also just can't help but like feel for Crystal just because like I don't agree with what she did at all and I think I'm definitely kind of more understanding with Bibiana and I and I wish that I would have been able to express myself the way that Bibiana did. <laughs> but it also just hurts for me for Crystal that she didn't get to really say anything for herself. Granted, the things she was saying would have been bulldozed over anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. she it, wasn't gonna get it. There was no, no there there was. anything she was just trying to like justify herself and the and the things that she was getting out, I was like, no, that's not yeah. She could have just said, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that yeah. you were feeling that way. And instead, yeah. she's. But we're repeating. I'm sorry have you a rose. feel that way. That was yeah. like where she went yeah. with it. No, yeah. I mean, instead, she just became very like, she. it seemed like she was trying to like grease things over. Right. With I think this, she like, thought if I was just like, oh, I was just checking on you and I didn't mean to offend anyone. It felt that it very disingenuous. Fine. Yeah. But she then went again to remind people that she had a rose. <laughs> yeah. And she had had time with him. And it's like, yes, you're saying the things that are their points against you. Yeah. Like you are agreeing with those and you're acknowledging those. So you have to kind of express some kind of understanding as to why they'd be upset. Yeah. At a certain yeah. point, she should have just said, I'm You're sorry. right, and I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, that that's what ends that conversation. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That would have really taken the wind out of yeah. Bibiana's sales. All right, so rose ceremony. We're almost there. Sorry, Nick. Um, <laughs> He's so mad. He told us to wrap up so long ago. Okay. Um, uh. <laughs> so uh, Ari uh, starts handing out the roses. Um, Jenny says she would just feel like a joke if she went home at this point. At which point we know that she will definitely be going home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ashley says her confidence is at a seven and a half, and I really wanted to know what scale that was on. Um, Roses. What what put you to the half point? Okay. (laughs) Go to. Mikkel. Jacqueline. Becca. (laughs) Jenna. Chelsea. Lauren S. Tia. Annalise. Lauren B. Kendall. Brittany. Ashley. Marik. Caroline. And finally, Bibiana, who is, of course, stood directly next to They, they always yeah. put you right next to each other when you disagree. Yeah. And That's, he felt he felt very like, casual about offering her the rose. And that and the fact that she had just had this blow up with um, Crystal made me feel like the producers were definitely like, if you're not sure, 
mm-hmm. please keep Bibiana around because he didn't seem like excited about it. And well, this is still the point where it's probably like there. Are, he could have cut ten women yeah. exactly. So like, why not? And so yeah. going home actually are Valerie, uh, Lauren G, and Jenny. And we only get a, a exit. Jenny's from Jenny. goodbye was <laughs> epically amazing. terrible. It was so, so she stalks amazing. out in tears without saying goodbye to him. Which it was such a bratty move. It was very bratty, <laughs> and obviously he has to follow her. It was such like a controlling thing to do in a in a weird way. Um, so he has to like follow her, and then he handles it badly because he's like, "Can I give you a hug at least?" And she doesn't say she's yes. Like, Please don't. And touch he me. just like hugs her it's unyielding so body. Awkward. Very awkward. And then she says. I'm not sad about you. I'm sad about well, leaving no. my friends. First, she says, can we talk about it at least after mm-hmm. she yeah. left without oh, yeah, that's saying true. Because that's, that's where comes... I thought I was like, OK, is she going to try to like talk about the connection that they were maybe building? Yeah, but then she was legit just like, well, I actually don't care to be here anyway. Yeah. yeah and it was like, like I, this just what? really isn't for me. And I'm not sad about you. I'm sad about leaving my new friends. Yeah. So it's like, Which why like, do you want to talk true. to me then? Which it then, is. Yeah. Like, puts him in this weird, like, stepdad-type position of being yeah. like, well, yeah. I know you made friends, honey, but this is about more than that. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. the vibe I got, where it felt like he was literally speaking to a child. Yeah. Oh, it was extremely she was acting childlike. like a child. Mm-hmm. Like, if you openly are like, I don't care to be here, that's something we can all be, like, kind of rah-rah about. Like, yeah, don't just go for Ari. Great job. She handled that in the only way that could make me feel sympathetic for Ari instead of her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is just to, like, try to get him to feel bad for her and guilty and then turn around and be like, yeah, well, I'm rejecting you. I don't yeah. like you. She, it would have been so much more <laughs> charming if she had just been like, thanks for the experience Ari. Walked out, said to the camera, you yeah. know what? I'm not even crying because of him. I'm just sad to leave yep. my new friends. Yeah. And I was surprised that then they actually like, aired yeah. that because been that's like, that's like, like, been like yeah. truth. That's and, really valid. And then, and then she has to like shit talk to the taxidermy girl. It's like, yeah. that's not, that doesn't define that girl. Yeah. 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 He literally picked a taxidermist over me. Yeah. He clearly wasn't into you at all. She's like, she's just really upset she didn't make it to at least week three so she could get the good Instagram yeah. sponsorships. She mm. was really hoping for the teamy tea. <laughs> I think it's very telling that she said she'd never been dumped before. I know. Oh, I, that was, yeah. I was like, really, though? Really? I believe also, it. I was really? like, Maybe I don't was... feel bad for you at <laughs> all. Also, you feel like yeah. you're getting dumped. You think this is getting dumped? Like you didn't <laughs> yeah. know the dude. You met him and spent maybe a like, collective a of like rejection. Thirty I've... minutes of one on one time. This is why she's never been dumped because like when that conversation starts, she, she's like, <laughs> yep. "No, I dump you." Because yeah. <laughs> that's like, like I didn't want to be in the relationship anyway. She, she's like, "No, I just I just want to be with my friends anyway." That's yeah, all she like them. literally sees him making out with yeah. someone else, and it's like, you know, I just don't really feel like I'm interested in this relationship progressing any further. Okay, bye. <laughs> Goodbye, um, Jenny. And we, we won't miss you. <laughs> we will certainly not. <laughs> Sorry, not my cup of tea. Um, and then the, in the credits, we see a little bit more taxidermy, and that's how we find out that Ari has a friend who collects doll parts. Yeah. So. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that. Out what? Of, straight out of your next scary creepy. movie. Yeah. So there's that. And uh, I think this was a really solid episode. Any takeaway thoughts? Any drive more away Bibiana. thoughts? More Bibiana. That's more Bibiana. That's my takeaway. More Bibiana. More CN. Yes. More CN. Uh, Where did Tia go? Yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see Tia. Yeah. Oh, we'll see yeah. Tia. We're, we're getting we'll more see Tia. Tia. Next week, more Tia, maybe. Yeah. They're not going to bring Raven's friend on just to have her. 
do great reaction Tossed shots. Out. Yeah. Do just to just to show Raven the shop again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shop gray suede. Yeah. <laughs> Baby suede. Yeah. Baby gray. Baby, you look good. Baby. Thanks, baby. And on that note. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented feminism fail scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So we have a few kind of light feminism fails today. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, there were a lot of vibes to the episode that made me as a feminist feel uncomfortable. But I can't Harder ex- to nail down. Yeah. I can't exactly say that like Crystal is a feminism fail because of the way she makes me feel. That's not fair. Um, but we do have a few more specific moments that we wanted to, to note. First, there was a little light gender essentialism. Becca thinks all women are ruthless, apparently. We're going to just give that a 1.5. And next... The really intense way that Chelsea sort of fetishized her motherhood um, really played into the idea that women exist to have kids. And once they have them, they've achieved their true purpose as a woman and every other woman needs to kind of defer to that. Um, I'm sure that she doesn't mean to convey that. And so we're not going to come down on her too hard for that. Um, it's just probably a reflection of how she feels very powerfully about her son. But it was a really irritating narrative to see reinforced, and I'm just going to give that a two. Two for irritation. (laughs) And then, of course, that whole Cinderella date thing just gave us some weird sugar daddy-ish in a forced way vibes, not in a way of like, I chose a dynamic that I want with a man who also happens to give me gifts. Just saying, just saying. Uh, we're going to give that one a three. That date paired with the weird twirling and Ari sitting back and watching just made me feel a little a little off. Yeah, like do we need to promote and idealize the idea that heterosexual relationships should be about women being young and pretty and men being like rich and older. This is The Bachelor. So yes, Claire. (laughs) And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Taylor Nolan and Derek Pace, and to our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, please remember to find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts to subscribe and give us a rating. We're also on Facebook, so please like our page. You can find us also on Instagram. And Emma is maintaining a beautiful new Instagram profile for us. You should really check it out. And you can find us both individually on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can always send us an email here to make friends at HuffPost.com. There are just endless ways to get in touch with us. There's no excuse not to. Uh, Please, please, please follow us on social. We're desperate. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with Ashley Spivey to talk about week three of Ari's journey, racetrack of love journey. Want to make mom's day? 
Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.